0: Hi Black Hollywood Live fans, today we're talking election legal drama, the Bundy standoff acquittal, and more on Justice is Served.
1: You are tuned into Black Hollywood Live's Justice is Served. Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. You're watching Justice is Served, where we bring you the latest in legal news every week. And boy, do we have quite a spate of uh, different cases to go over. Yeah, we Uh, do. Some very interesting stories. Uh, My name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong.
0: We can find you all over. Dang. (laughs) I think I'll just limit myself to Twitter and Instagram at Chelsea Galicia.
1: (laughs) Well, um, you must have been a little excited, because I know you have an election show, um, Hillary versus Trump, on, what is it, Tuesdays?
0: Yes, every Tuesday, and And then this coming week, because of the election, we're going to have like a three hour special where we combine BHL's political culture and After Buzz TV's Trump versus Hillary into like a three hour show. We hope you'll be making a guest appearance. Yes, I will stop in. And
1: uh, uh, next Tuesday, I'm I'm so excited because finally the season will be over. Yeah. And a lot of what we've seen will be kind of behind us. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping in the right direction. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And what's really exciting about our show and why I invite you to tune in is that we're going to be watching the live chat. Mm -hmm. During the show, as we always do on Trump versus Hillary, and really bringing in your comments. And we're also going to be asking you what's going on in your state, the propositions and things like that. So uh, we're going to make it an interactive Shit show! I'm going to be, I had to say that because I'm going to be, I'm not sure if I'm going to be bringing wine or champagne or both, but I've been told that as long as I keep it together, I can have that because it's either going to be quasi-celebratory or I'm going to need to drink away my sorrows. Let's
1: just hope it's an early landslide victory night, right? Um, Well, we have more election drama. So we get James Comey now, 11 days before the election, delivering this sort of jaw-dropping letter to um, congressional Republicans. What did you think of this this timing and what legal trouble might he be in?
0: Well, the timing is really not only terrible for Hillary's campaign, but just they don't do that. There is a standing... Policy within the Department of Justice and the FBI that they don't release any comments, say anything about anything that's going to affect the election within 60 days. And clearly 11 days out is within that 60 days. And so there are a lot of people, even conservatives, that came out and said, this is not cool, he shouldn't have said that. And then I saw sort of his reasoning, why, and then I had a little bit of um, compassion, I guess, for the dilemma he was in. Well,
1: so so the reasoning is... He, he, he felt he made a public statement that the election was closed, um, I mean, that the uh, investigation was closed. Right. And he felt he needed to supplement the record if not to mislead the American people. Right.
0: Except that it's it's like this bombshell, but it's like the bomb is made out of, like, flour.
1: But, and, and we have, here's the issue, at least for me. First of all, he went to the Justice Department, and he kind of, his staff said, can we do this? Or, you know, what are your thoughts on the matter? And they said it's unprecedented and don't something we do don't it. do. Yeah. Um, Lynch and Yates, apparently their staff relayed, don't do this. He goes ahead and does it.
0: But they, but they legally have no way to stop him. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of going for an advisory opinion.
1: Exactly, which obviously was ignored. But then he, the letter and the vagueness of the letter. Do you really think it was, not about, was it about misleading the American people when they didn't even have a warrant to look at these emails that they had found?
0: And that's the part where we didn't even find out about that detail until a few days later, yeah. where there's no search warrant, and so we don't really know not by really we don't know at all what those emails are that they could be completely nothing they could be repeats of what we've already seen or known about and the whole reason that this thing came about is because that FBI is literally searching for dick pics yeah. on Anthony Weiner's I mean com- this just does it just writes itself uh, computer a laptop uh, at, t- because of an investigation that he was sending these pictures to underage girls
1: so to our to our listeners if you don't know Huma Abedin Clinton's top aide was married to Anthony Weiner and she indicated she doesn't know where these emails could have possibly come from but I believe one of the, it was one of the devices she had mentioned that was in the household that she, or she did. had access to
0: when she testified yeah, months and months ago, she told them. Or if she didn't tell them, they never asked about all the devices. Yeah,
1: so I believe she disclosed this device, but that she—I mean, she believed that there should be no emails on this device. But they
0: just—they didn't look into yeah. the device, and it's only coming up now because of this Anthony Weiner
1: investigation. And not only was this litter, you know, vague; they had no warrant. We're also hearing that. Uh, there's no actual emails from um, the Clinton email server. Right. Yeah.
0: So uh, there's no evidence that any of these emails were to or from, from. Hillary.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so it's, it's, again, it's like this looks like it could be this big, huge thing, and then it's nothing. I would think that the Republicans even would be like, uh, okay, we're glad the investigation's going, yeah. but we cannot take this. And run with it like it's some, like it says something. Well, this is yeah. what I, I, I call people out a lot for, talking a lot without saying anything. Yeah. And that's exactly what this letter is, and that's what this whole hoopla has become. And then it just raises the whole issue about, is the FBI acting legally? Like, should they have done this?
1: Yeah. Does it violate election law? Or-
0: and we're looking at potentially a violation of the Hatch Act. Yeah. Which said, this is back from like 93, which says that somebody who's in an office like the FBI or the Department of Justice can't use that position to try and sway an election.
1: Yes, and so the Hatch Act is not a criminal act, but it is an act that would affect um, his position. He could be demoted or fired as a result. And so it looks like, at least to me, and given the weight of evidence, because now we're also hearing the FBI has released some files about Bill Clinton that were um, previously closed, and they did so revealing this on Twitter, which is something they hadn't done in over a year, and we're hearing they're possibly investigating ties with Trump and Russia, but something they're not disclosing. So there seems to be a little bit of a double standard.
0: Yeah, it is very bizarre that now we see, I see a lot of memes and stuff on Facebook are all like, oh my gosh, this is the first time that a presidential candidate has entered into an election with an ongoing FBI investigation, which I think says more about the FBI than it does about her. But let's not forget that Trump himself has got a slew of legal cases awaiting him, sexual assault rape of a child. The FBI
1: is supposedly investigating him right now for the the ties that his server may have had with this Russian bank.
0: Right, the same the fraud and scam with Trump University, all these legal issues yeah. are still pending against him too. So it is weird to watch like the pendulum just go back and forth so crazily. And, in a matter of days.
1: And I will say, I, I wonder about Huma Abedin because she, you know, she's here's this device with these emails, and she's obviously been on record about testifying. I mean, she's given sworn statements to the FBI regarding these devices. So if they do find anything contradictory to what she said, she could find herself in a lot of legal trouble. And it looks as though she stopped traveling with the campaign, though I think she um, is working from the headquarters in Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, I think she's kind of laying low for a couple of days, and yeah. I think. She'll be, you know, back on the scene pretty soon.
1: But they are whenever expressing the next, confidence. At, whenever yeah. now,
0: you know, we we may get another surprise yeah. from one of the campaigns before the election comes yeah. all, in all of six days. I mean, who knows?
1: Yeah, it's certainly like a legal quagmire all around. But um, yeah. Well, I guess we will.
0: It'll give us enough stuff to talk about probably until the midterm elections. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I guess we're, we're just looking between forward to that, these two, I suppose. Okay. Well, our our next story um, involves what some would say is a shock acquittal. Um, we got the Bundy, the Bundy 7, Eamon Bundy, and uh, six others who were acquitted um, of this sort of standoff. Uh, they, were, they were charged with, what was it, um, illegally occupying federal lands.
0: And and there were also firearms charges and conspiracy to impede federal workers. Yeah. Um, one of them was also charged with conspiracy, and one of them was also charged with theft.
1: Yeah, so... so- the, here, this acquittal is, but it's coming on the heels of this protest right now going on in Oregon um, with the standing in,
0: in North Dakota. In North Dakota, yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah. Um with the Standing Rock um, Sioux. And so, can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. So this is this year. If we, I mean, it's already November. I, I'm speaking about it like it's already done, but, like, if we look at this year and this year of protests, mm-hmm. we've had a continuation of the protests of the Black Lives Matter movement because of the numerous um, excessive force, police killings of unarmed black people. Then we, at the beginning of the year, we started off with these, like, seven or so armed white men, like a militia that was taken over this
1: federal 41 land days, yeah.
0: For, yeah, for 41 days. And then now we've got... Uh, the Native Americans and a lot of people who support them in trying to fight off this Dakota Access Pipeline from being built through some of their sacred land and that would go uh, over a river that, if it became contaminated, would completely ruin them. And,
1: and there's not many safeguards um, that, in the act that approved this pipeline, there's not many safeguards regarding the, the water quality and, you know, to make sure it does not environmentally Im- um, impact harmfully the. The environment.
0: Right. So we look at these three movements, these three protests, and we see the way that law enforcement and the government handles each of them. The first one, like you said, in Oregon with the the white militia went on for 40 some odd days. And they
1: were armed, yeah.
0: They were armed. Uh, One person was killed, uh, but it was deemed to be justifiable, and nobody seems to be up in arms about that. Uh, because he he literally did reach for a firearm. And those the F- by people, the FBI agent, And yeah. those people were armed. Yeah. Okay. But that was allowed to go on peacefully, air quotes, for 40 some odd days. Yeah. And then and they were seen, tried.
1: Yeah.
0: All of them acquitted.
1: Yeah. And we've already seen the riots in Ferguson and how that was taken care of. And we've seen Humvees and helicopters now with the Standing Rock Sioux who were, who were peacefully protesting. But there's been some violence on both sides.
0: Right, so we see the the real, the armed people were the white guy. They were com- acquitted of everything. Yeah. And then there's still some federal charges to face, but the state charges completely exonerated by sympathetic jury. Yeah. And the way that they were spoken about in the media was, like, these guys are standing up for their rights and for standing up against federal overreach. Crusaders,
1: yeah, almost. Right, yeah.
0: cowboys and, yeah. like, glorified, almost.
1: Rather than... Just people that in some ways are committing treason, or
0: right, and then when you have yeah. black people protesting the killing of innocent people, or you have Native Americans trying to protect their land, then these two are either ignored, these mm-hmm. groups are ignored, or they're called names um, and just treated like they are, like, what are you doing, people? Come on, get over it, to, you know. And very only recently are we seeing any news media coverage of the Dakota Access Pipeline. And it's all because nearly a million people Checked in yeah. to Standing Rock yesterday and, or and, the day before. Yeah,
1: it's the social media that's driving the um, that's driving the acknowledgement of what's taking place. Yeah,
0: and that was actually very cool. I think the original intent in everybody checking in was to throw off law enforcement from being able to investigate the people who were really at Standing Rock. Yeah. And so there was a thing that went around and said, "Hey, everybody, check in because it will help confuse law enforcement and yeah. slow down their efforts." In arresting and investigating us. And so nearly a million people, probably by now over a million people have checked in and it has proved to be this great standing of solidarity sort of went beyond what the original intent was. Um, And so now the media is covering it, but the movement itself was sort of left alone and you've got to go out and search for it in order to see anything about it.
1: Yeah, and so, I mean, it's really unfortunate, but I mean, this pipeline is said it will span four states, South Dakota, North Dakota, Illinois, and Iowa, and it will be able to produce up to 374 gallons of gas per day and reduce our reliance on foreign oil. So you you have a real balance versus government interest and, you know, Respecting these ancient burial rights, well,
0: well, not only that, but this was land. Like, I mean, history lesson yeah. that Americans, or we weren't even Americans when we took <laughs> it. We just showed up, took over the land, and then we gave them federal, we gave them land, and then now we're tramping over the land that we gave them, yeah. and they have really valid concerns. The burial grounds, and the water. And the water is something that everybody should be concerned yeah. about. It's not just them. They're really fighting on behalf of And their of food security us. as well. Absolutely. And so it's not, it's not like the oil is the only way. Uh, just last Friday, Elon Musk unveiled these new solar panel the roofs, roofs yeah. that instead of these big things that go on top of your roof. It's built into the roof shingles themselves. And people are, oh, that's probably very expensive. It's actually uh, less expensive if you... Well, they haven't come out with the prices of those yet, but I was looking into solar anyways before this announcement came out. And if you look at, like, the 30-year projection, you're actually saving money. It's a little yeah. like a timeshare. It's yeah, like you, so, you get your electricity, um, the price of it up front, and then, you know... Over you,
1: time, it sort of, yeah.
0: Right, so... There are people, companies, trying to come up with alternative um, solutions to this energy problem, and there's actually also a great documentary that you've got to see now. Oh. It was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in National Geographic. It's called Beyond the Flood, and it oh, goes around this, yeah. the world looking at the, the problem, and Elon Musk is interviewed there, but it's, it's not like we don't have other solutions, yeah. and... Other feasible solutions. They really they are feasible. They people exist. like to say that oh they exist, but we're we're still twenty years away from making yeah. them a reality. Actually, we're, we're not. Here, yeah. <laughs> and if we remove things like the pipeline as an option, we would get on this quicker. Yeah. And I understand that people are reluctant to change and nervous about change and oh it's going to cost and oh it's an inconvenience. But really, people, we got to get it together and we got to right. get it together quickly. And so I can I don't have very much. Um, on the balance of oh, but we should do the pipeline.
1: Well, well, the, you know the tribe has sued the United States Army Corps of Engineers who approved this pipeline, and so I guess we'll be following up with that and seeing how that case impacts what what takes place.
0: But the the, the deeper issue is is that we all now as Americans have this really great illustration yeah. of how protesters are treated based on what race you are. Yeah. There is a privileged protesting group
1: for sure. And, and I, I hope that somehow translates to law enforcement. We have another story coming up about you know, oversight of law enforcement, so we'll get into a little bit of that later. But we do have a word from our sponsor.
0: Awesome. Let's uh, do it.
1: So how is your fantasy football season going? Are you playing?
0: It's a fantasy.
1: <laughs> well, you better start. Uh, what's that you say? Your starting running back has already pulled both hamstrings and your sleeper pick is still sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I didn't write the jokes uh, well it's not too late to save your sleeper. Uh, it's not too late to save your season and win huge cash prizes at DraftKings.com DraftKings is the destination for one week fantasy football that means no season long commitments to bust and bench warmers never again will injuries have you combing the waiver wire at 2am yeah
0: I hate when that happens
1: yeah do you know at all what I just said not oh, at all I'll have to teach you <laughs> every week is a brand new season at DraftKings just pick your contest, draft your team and follow the action live Renew old rivalries with friends and play them every week, or try 50 50 contests where the top half of all entries win cash. Even if your current even if your current fantasy team is circling the drain, you can still win huge cash prizes at DraftKings. So there's money to be made. Good to know. <laughs> Don't wait. Start your new season at DraftKings.com now. Use code BSports and play free with your first deposit. That's code B S P O R T S to play free for your share of over one million dollars in total prizes. This weekend.
0: Wouldn't it be great if I did that and then I won?
1: Oh, <laughs> your uh, first time out? Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm going to give it a shot. Hey,
1: beginner's luck. Um, only at DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See site for details. All Thank right. you, DraftKings.
0: Thank you. Yes. All right. I mean, I well, should so know so much more.
1: Uh, we've been doing this for a while. you got to uh, yeah, get on and play. I know. I know. Well, I guess in a bit of positive news, um, we have... The LA Oversight Board. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about this, but it's a civilian board that is going to be kind of providing some oversight to the police.
0: Yeah, so about two years ago, the LA County Board of Supervisors thought we need a board, an oversight board, to, to help handle the complaints from the public, and this would oversee the sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. So two years in the making, and then just yesterday it was announced who was on this board and, you know, And already the criticism has begun. Well,
1: I hear... So they got nine members, and I'm hearing there's only one Hispanic and no Asians. That's true. And so and Hispanics of this area make up 50% of the population. Right.
0: You would think that, you know, L.A. County, we're approaching about 50% of the population, and we got one.
1: So so despite the underrepresentation, what I was a little bit uh, concerned about was does this Oversight group really have any teeth?
0: Yeah, it looks like it might not. Uh, They look to be that. Well, they were picked by members of the county board of supervisors, and so it it could be that they're just sort of under their thumb, or just sort of at their control, or you know, puppets on their string. Who who knows? It remains to be seen how truly independent they'll be, and how. sort of tough or really strong that they'll they'll be. And the
1: sheriff doesn't report to them. He still reports to the board. Right.
0: right? So this is a way for members of the public to be able to air grievances either to the sheriff personally, like they're at these meetings, or to his representative. Uh, I I mean...
1: But they can't hire... I mean, they can't fire the sheriff. They can't, you know, penalize him. They can't dismiss him. They can't... Right. No, no, no. Behavioral.
0: Right. All know, they can do is I mean. advise and yeah. suggest and yeah. listen and you know build bridges and you know the feel good stuff yeah. that we can't see how effective it'll be until they actually are faced with the situation.
1: So I, I'm hoping it's more than just sort of placating the public.
0: Yeah, and one of the other big um, criticisms was that there is not one member of the Black Lives Matter movement that was asked to be on it, not a co-founder, not anybody. Yeah. Um, and, interestingly enough, so I, I saw this story on the news. The executive director was uh, named, his name is uh, Brian Williams, and he was asked about that criticism, and he said, well, you can't please everyone. And I thought, man, he'd be an interesting guy to have on the show. So I go today, I can't. I still cannot believe that this happened, literally... Four hours ago, I was invited to go to a, a nonprofit fundraiser luncheon today um, with a, somebody who's on my board uh, for the Financially Fit Foundation. Yeah. So, sorry, but I wasn't thinking about this show. <laughs> I totally went in as executive director of the Financially Fit Foundation to this big, you know, ballroom luncheon at the Biltmore Hotel. And the program begins, and they're introducing people, and then they say over the loud. You know, the microphone. Please welcome our CEO, Brian Williams. (laughs) And I nearly fell out of my chair with chicken on my fork. But I, I, I. I, I googled I made sure because I thought I was going crazy I looked yeah. at the picture online I looked at the guy speaking at the front of the room and I'm like I think this is him
1: so did we get him on or are we going to get him on so sure enough uh-huh.
0: right after he was done speaking I booked it to him like a crazy woman yeah. and I, I had to ask him I'm like are you the same Brian Williams that was just you know named executive director and he said yes and I said well wouldn't you know I uh, we got this little show justice is served I'm not calling live would you like to be on it and he said yes so hopefully Great. that was a genuine yes he did um, give me his contact information, so I'll be reaching out to him, and uh, perhaps we could have him on as soon as next week, if not the week after that. And then we'll take any questions that you all submit to us through yeah, through Twitter about what really do you want to know from this guy. We'll be asking him the, the basics of, you know, who sort of like who are you yeah. to, to, to run this and how effective will this be and what do you exactly. think of the, of the criticisms that have been laid out against them? I, I just couldn't believe that that happened to me today.
1: I just think that's such a valid criticism, though, that they're not including someone from the Black Lives Matter movement on this board. Uh, part, part of me wants to say you n- don't necessarily want to do that because you don't want to inflame tensions. or, right. But at the same time, the reason the board was created was because of this movement, because of what's taking place with the black people. Yeah, so
0: it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I really I would be excited to hear it straight from uh, Brian Williams' mouth. You know what he what he thinks about that. So we'll we'll see if we can. Make that happen.
1: So yeah, let's, that'll be a wonderful. But, or
0: actually, as you taught me, yeah. the reason why that happened, you know, I mean, I <laughs> yes. loosely believe in this like manifesting stuff. Yeah, I'm, you like, got to manifest. But this has never happened to me before. <laughs> I've seen it happen to other people, and you said the reason why is because I sent the rundown written in a way because I thought I was saying, hey, maybe we can have this guy on. Yeah. The way you read it, you thought I had said, "Let's have this guy on," like I as if I already knew, him, knew yeah. him, and that's how I made this thing happen. When you happen. put
1: things out in the universe, I believe, I believe they return to you. So I think manifestation worked for you in this case. I,
0: <laughs> I love it. If I can just remember how I did that forever, that would be really awesome. <laughs> you.
1: Yeah, you learn as you go. but That's awesome. Um, but I guess we have another case where a little oversight did work, but it, you know, certainly took a long time coming. Um, Sheriff Joe Arpaio has officially been charged with criminal contempt, and he has a hearing coming up. December 6th um, in Phoenix. Yes. Now this has been just a long, long saga. So it took far too long here. I wish he did have an oversight board. Um <laughs> right. kind of how did we get here?
0: So this is a sheriff who has been really big on cracking down on illegal immigration, and he's resorted to pretty aggressive tactics, very clear racial profiling, and a judge told him to knock it off. And there yeah. was an order for him to cease this specific program where he was just really pulling everyone and anyone over and uh, and and he defied the order he he said uh, it was bizarre he acknowledged that he was in violation but said it was unintentional yeah not really sure how that happens uh, and so he sort of kept at it for like another year.
1: Yeah, we, we know it was quite intentional. <laughs> right.
0: And so this guy, you know, he's 84 years old and he's running again to be yeah. sheriff of uh, Maricopa County Arizona. And in the midst of this, he's now going to be facing trial, which was originally set for December 6th. And I just saw that his attorneys were successful in getting it delayed. There's not a new trial date set. So he's being successful in pushing it off even further. Yeah. Uh, and then Remains to be seen whether November 4th, 8th, sorry, I'm mean, like Trump not <laughs> knowing the election day, whether he'll still be, be sheriff yeah. uh, when this trial goes down. It'll be very interesting to see it, how this impacts voters. Yeah,
1: it's it's crazy. It all stemmed from a 2007 lawsuit. And, you know, here we are so many years later. And, and
0: he's still at it. Yeah. and Which, this this was one of the things that I was like... Donald Trump had Sheriff Joe Arpaio up on stage at the convention as he's declaring himself yeah. the law and order candidate. And I'm like, your little minion over here is violating the law. He's I- been told to stop this, to stop violating people's constitutional rights. He refuses to do it. I
1: don't. I don't think it's any mistake that he was there. You know, I, and I
0: and I just kind of scratch my head that, that people don't see the blatant. Discrepancy, contradiction, and having Sheriff Joe Arpaio be your, you know, spokesperson, and then calling yourself the law and order candidate. Well, he's going to
1: appeal to a certain group, a certain swath, and who doesn't
0: understand hypocrisy?
1: And wait, and if that's your base, if that's you know, you're putting on two people that they both view as law and order people, and you know, that's that's certainly going to you know play with that group.
0: Okay, that's that. It's so heartbreaking. The number of people that I see, like personally on Facebook, who like support you know, Trump now, and and I'm like, oh wait, these are are why Sheriff Joe Arpaio and people like him are still
1: around. Well, it tends to be people that, you know, they think if you've committed a crime, you deserve zero rights, you know, that if you're a felon, you should be stripped of everything. There's no path to redemption. You know, at least that's the theme that I have seen. This is the same guy who in 1993 had that tent prison that they said was inhumane, and he tried to do it to save cost, you know. So, I I think what you're seeing is part and parcel uh, for the, or par for the course for Donald Trump and, you know. Ugh. It's unfortunate, but it's you know people have a decision to make, and that's why we vote. So yeah, <laughs> we might be in the minority. Who knows? Right. So um, in another case of a little justice being served, we give Ryan Collins, the Hollywood hacker, who um, in 2014 hacked a bunch of nude photos of you know some of the biggest celebrities. I then we had Jennifer Lawrence, Gabby Union, Kate Upton, amongst others, over 600.
0: 600 people, and that's important for me that yeah. the, the number of victims whose computers he or phones he hacked into and then released nude pictures of them.
1: And so you might say he gets 18 months in federal prison.
0: Well, this, so this the way this went down was pretty interesting to yeah. me. He took a plea deal. Yeah. And he could have faced five years. Yeah. The prosecutors recommended 18. The judge... Went along with it, gave him 18 months.
1: Yeah. And, and he was never found, while well, they found he hacked the information, they never found any evidence of him distributing the information. So I think he would have been, you know, would have had more time to serve had they been able to have that evidence behind him, with they didn't. Right.
0: But I still don't see how 18 months is fair. It is not to me justice is served.
1: Well, they, I mean, I agree, except they didn't have evidence of the distribution of it, the publication of it. And so that's where that it turned. So all they could do was get him on felony computer hacking. That's,
0: that's pretty, it's not it's one charge, sure, felony yeah. computer hacking. But you have 600 victims. Let's do the math on this. Yeah. I don't think I'm being harsh on this guy just because, like, I'm a woman, I would hate to be hacked <laughs> yeah. and have nude photos put out to the world. But just listen, look at it this way 18 months is approximately 547 or so days. Mm -hmm. 600 victims. That means he's doing about a day in federal prison for each victim. You think that's justice? One day in prison for each victim?
1: I don't think it's justice when I think about the distribution of that kind of private material. It's just that he wasn't charged with the distribution of the private material.
0: But hacking into six hundred people's it,
1: it, th- computers. essentially is, is well essentially what that to me is doing is like looking in someone's window from the you know, from the yard, looking into someone's bedroom window. So if you're peeping Tom, you don't get as much as if you were to take a picture of that person and then distribute it on the internet and you know, pub- publish it.
0: This is that's, a, that's
1: how I have made the
0: Well, congratulations well, I mean, on reconciling I, that one because I, I, I don't I don't I don't It doesn't seem to me the 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 same. And a peeping tom who did it six hundred times. You think he's only going to get eighteen months? You get maybe eighteen months for one, two, three, maybe ten people. Six hundred.
1: If, if there were six hundred people in the room and he peeped in, that's that's what it what it's like. So but
0: all of their and from all of these six hundred victims with an email
1: phishing scam. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's not like he looked into one window. It wasn't one act of hacking that got him access to all six hundred. Well, I think of
1: the, these- well, I think the phishing scam was like one act. You know, so you know, one thing gets sent to all these people.
0: Uh, if I were a victim, I would be pretty livid.
1: I, I, once again, if he distributed them, I think he should get far more time. It's just they didn't have the evidence to then make that deal. But, you know, I think if they find the evidence, then he will get a lot more time.
0: Hmm.
1: So just based hmm. on what he was charged with, I feel like it was a fair thing. But certainly when I think but, of the totality but of circumstances. just for felony
0: computer hacking, he yeah. could have faced five years.
1: Yeah, but I, th- I just think of the the instance of it, 18 months. 18 months to five years, I think, is... It's a pretty long... I, th- I think of the... It's a
0: whole election. That's a f- over 40. I mean, just think about that. That is between now and the next election versus th- not even the midterm to me, election. me, when it comes to... Everything fel- now is in terms of <laughs> in the election cycles. <laughs> to me, when it
1: comes to fel- the computer hacking, I'm thinking more of the sophistication of the, hack- the hacking itself, what I'm determining. That's how I view it. And
0: not the number of victims. But it, it should, it, the law should be centered around justice for the victims, Victim, yeah. I mean, criminals still maintain well, 18 rights. Eighteen
1: months in federal prison is still not no picnic.
0: <laughs> I I hope not. I hope it's a non, well. I hope it's a nude picnic. <laughs> if he had to do the whole thing nude, <laughs> maybe that would be justice.
1: Well, well I, well, I think you pretty much have to. I'm sure you you lose that privacy in prison. So, well, <laughs> hopefully, eighteen months has a chilling effect on the other hackers, and certainly a deterrent effect for him. But uh, that is uh, all the stories we have so for today. So that is our
0: last show before we know who the next president is.
1: Yeah, it could be a very interesting show next week. I may not show up depending on the results, or <laughs> I
0: may show up still with the bottle of wine clinging yeah. to it from the night before.
1: So, uh, we'll and I'm work. not really
0: a drinker. I'm making myself sound <laughs> up to me like a bit of an alcoholic, but I mean, this I, I just I just see that there are a lot of consequences yeah. for. Our choice, and not just on the presidential election, but going down ballot, there's a lot. You know, if we can flip the Senate uh, to Democratic majority, then we could have Bernie Sanders be the (laughs) the chair of the budget Senate (laughs) committee, which would be so exciting for me. Um, And there's some propositions that I'm really interested in the outcomes. Uh, 61, that's about the um, uh, cost of prescription medication. Yeah. The drug companies have spent over a hundred million dollars trying to defeat it. That's why if you're here in LA at least and you watch T V, every other commercial is about sixty one and, and we, we most are. of them are for against it. Yeah. Even though I've looked into it and I really believe very strongly that it's a good Proposition We should vote yes, and the scare tactic that they're trying to use is if you vote yes on this, the price of your prescription medications are going to go up. But you know what? They've been going up anyways. Well, we know every the whole year. deal with
1: the, the EpiPen, and now you know that company is being looked at by, the, by Congress. So,
0: but here's the thing there's no law that that guy violated, yeah. So, they can. You know, make fun of I mean, they already had him testify, and they were asking, and the guy was smirking and laughing because they can't do anything to him. Because the drug companies have been able to write the rules such that there is no regulation or control of them. They regulate themselves. And so that 61 is one that I'm really keeping an eye on. It's one that Bernie endorses, and I hope that everyone votes yes on that one. I'm also interested in 64, which is the Adult Use of Marijuana Act. And that one's looking like it's about close to 60% approval, so it'll be interesting but to see. It, but it looks like
1: implementation we, will be a long way ways in coming if it does pass.
0: Yeah, but... Almost immediately, anybody could at least possess a small amount. Oh, yeah. Without a doctor of rec.
1: Yeah, but certainly for obtaining, that would probably maybe be about 2018.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Prop 59 is a big deal, even though what you hear about it is that it has no legal effect. This is California's response to Citizens United. Mm -hmm. And Citizens United, we talk about kind of a lot on this show, about how it said that corporations are people, people have the rights of free speech, money is free speech, therefore corporations can pour in as much money into these elections as they want. And when we do the numbers after the election about how much
1: money has been put into this,
0: it will floor you. And when you can't get Congress to pass legislation, because congress itself is controlled by these entities there's uh, another way that we as voters can get around that and we state by state can vote to uh... to force basically a constitutional convention to have them vote on or, or, or force them kind of for this is a little bit more intricate than i can explain at the moment but it's to address to have a constitutional convention that would overturn Citizens United. It is California sending a message that we do not like Citizens United, and we want it to be overturned. And when yeah. enough states do this, I believe it's two thirds, then you force a convention on it. So people are like, "Oh, but it has no legal consequences. It doesn't matter. Yeah, vote no." It it's got a, a huge to, yeah. consequence, and so I would encourage you to to vote yes on on that one. There's a couple other ones, but yeah. I want to give you a shot <laughs> to be passionate about your propositions. Well,
1: no, I'm I'm just passionate about the election itself. Um, I haven't really paid too much attention to the propositions here in California. But yeah, we've
0: got some interesting ones. We've got 62, which would overturn the death penalty, turn that into life without parole. I don't yeah. think that that one's pulling all that well. I think we're heading in that direction, but I think it's too soon. Yeah. Uh, as progressive as California is, I don't think we are, are ready for that. I think that one's going to go down. But there's a, a couple... Uh, there's some really interesting I've got to stuff do, on I've there. I've got my
1: homework. Oh, <laughs> my yeah, homework. with Thank my God. friends.
0: We're doing a a proposition powwow. So Sunday we're all getting together uh, over brunch or something and going to go over all of these and, and talk it out and see how we can help and provide input into each other, into what our thinking is behind these and... How Make it a, a fun social thing. Yeah. You're definitely welcome to come.
1: And we encourage certainly our viewers and our listeners to do the same. You know, get educated, stay informed. Uh, go out and vote November 8th, and I guess we'll see you and guys here. And back here. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back here November 9th. Um, we'll and see- don't
0: forget to come and check us out on uh, Trump versus Hillary and political culture yes, next week starting at 6 p.m., going till 9 p.m. We'll see how long I... I, 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 I'll so be <laughs> laughing or crying I don't know I, I'll be very interested to see how I emotionally react to this I may have nothing but we like, are, thank God we're or manifesting whatever manifesting just
1: positive feelings Probably, you're going to have a great night <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> and we, I really do hope that you come by yes, and then make sure that everybody's you know tweeting Instagram sh- Snapchatting you have, all sorts of stuff <laughs> so that you can bring that back to the viewers you
1: got it absolutely um, thank you guys for joining us we'll be back next week my name is Shaka Smith you can find me on twitter instagram and snapchat at Shaka strong and me at chelsea galicia and we'll see you guys next week with a brand new president <laughs> <laughs> from executives kevin undergaro dario Kristen, tiana hobson and the entire bhl staff we would like to thank you for supporting black hollywood live the first online broadcast network dedicated to african-american entertainment for questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Sipio, Instagram at
0: KingXOBay. Bay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined.
1: redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.